the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. January 6th, never forget. That's right. What happened on January 6th should never be forgotten. You know, on January 6th, 1639, Virginia was the first state to order surplus crops in this case, tobacco, to be destroyed. Never forget. On January 6, 1453, Emperor Frederick, Frederick III became Archduke of Austria. Never forget. On January 6, 1661, this is a big one, the fifth monarchists unsuccessfully attempted attempted to seize control of London. Never forget. On January 6th, 1838, Samuel Morse and Alfred Vail demonstrated their telegraph machine in New Jersey. Never forget. On January 6th, 6th, 6th I should say, 1839, a two-day storm off the Irish and English coast, was immortalized as the big wind. Never forget. January 6, 1873, Pope Pius IX released the encyclical on the church in Armenia. Never forget. And then, on January 6, 1880, a record snowfall of 120 centimeters, I don't know what that is, in Seattle, never forget. On January 6th, 1896, the first U.S. women's six-day bicycle race starts at Madison Square Garden. No idea where it finished. On January, never forget, by the way. On January 6th, 1898, the first telephone message from a submerged submarine by Simon Lake, whoever he was. Never forget. And on January 6, 1953, WKBN Channel 27 in Youngstown, Ohio, begins broadcasting. Never forget. On January 6, 1968, the Beatles' Magical Mystery Tour album goes number one and stays there for eight weeks. And today, January 6th, 2022, Antonio Brown's NFL career comes to an end. Never forget. Lots of really, really important stuff obviously happened on January 6th. Unfortunately, I've run out of time here, and I'll have to stop right here. But when we come back, we'll find out if Victoria Taft wants fries with her Zuckerberger. Stick around. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855 565 5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com 855-565-5519 or standwithisraeltour.com Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of besthotgrill.com 
Gift-giving occurs year-round, whether for birthdays, holidays, or a special expression of thanks to your best clients and customers. Of course you want to show your love and gratitude, but you also want to give a gift that provides a positive image of you and your organization. Solaire Infrared Grills from BestHotGrill.com are both practical and unforgettable. Made in the USA, Solaire has a grill for most budgets, but more importantly, Solaire delivers the wow that everybody likes to receive in a gift. Impressive out of the box, and even more so in use, the Solaire Infrared Grills are the gift of value that will build relationships. With every great-tasting, juicy meal enjoyed from their Solaire, they'll think of you. Step up your gift-giving. Learn more about the amazing Solaire Infrared Grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite, and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things. Like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So, do you want fries with your Zucker Burger? You, you may not know what a Zucker Burger is, but there's a good chance that uh, they've been fed to you for a while. Uh, Victoria Taft of PJ Media is here to tell you how and why. Victoria, as usual, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for coming on. Great to be in Steiger World. How yes. are you today, sir? Yes. So what? What? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Good. Good. So what is a Zucker Burger? <laughs> well, there's uh, not necessarily a Zucker Burger, but it's, uh, it's a big old meal you may not want to eat. He's offering himself up to take over small papers in uh, Middle America and in every community in Berg. In the country, and in so doing, he wants to be able to wash that message, censor that message, in much the same way he does on his own platform, mm-hmm. and the way that tech oligarchs do in their own platforms. And I think America should find another way to save small town newspapers because Jeff Zuckerberg ain't the answer. Yeah. So, a report for America sounds like a perf- perfectly innocent and a pretty good idea. Yeah. Why is it not? Well, I believe that once the camel's nose is under the tent, they will begin to ask for favors and be able to uh, have some decision-making on story selection, which they already do, and they will be able to dictate what kinds of stories are covered and the ways in which they're covered. Uh, This is something that is a big complaint about the national media, and it is something that would be probably carried out in your small town newspaper. In fact, I would say that, uh, you know, you've got some reporter, the Report for America, they call them, they call them corpsmen and women, core members. This is a 
sort of a, they call it a voluntary service to the country's newspapers. And in Pittsburgh, you've got, at public source, you've got uh, Charlie Wolfson over there. At technically, or I guess, uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, technically, you've got Sophie Burkholder. At WITF, you've got two reporters over there in Harrisburg. And these are people who are seated in America's newsrooms to begin to tell stories that they believe the reports for America folks say are undercovered in communities. And these are stories about, oh, I don't know, climate change. One of, one of the suggestions, uh, one of the stories that uh, came out from Report for America folks. Uh, the others were, uh, there was a case where a reporter was covering, you know, how you small town newspapers you have to do yeah. kind of silly things sometimes. And so this was a block party for the U.S. Census Bureau. And uh, she reported on how black and brown people were being uh, given a block party and in the age of COVID, which I thought was kind of interesting. And uh, not necessarily the undercover news that you would expect. Um, there are people who actually are in Washington, D.C. doing this reportage. There's a newspaper in, I think it's at Tri-Cities in Washington State. And they've got a reporter working for Report for America who's in D.C. who does national politics. And he's uh, feeding his stories into a very small town. Well, it's not very small, but... It is a, uh, it's a flurry of little cities, and uh, this is in Washington State where there's just not a lot of population. Why is he doing that? I'd like to know. Why is he doing that? I don't trust Jeff, or I don't trust no, uh, no. Uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg at all. I don't trust these guys. I've seen what they've done. I know that conservative voices are often expunged from their, uh, their civic life. Uh, they're people who have, ex- they've told us what they're going to do in small newspapers. It's exactly what they do on their platforms. Uh, and Zuckerberg's done it a couple of times. He's done it in their, um, the election office takeovers that he did. Uh, and that was fairly clear. I mean, what they did was they basically made turnout offices for Joe Biden at local elections offices. And of course you in Pennsylvania know most of all how, that worked out and how changes in the law that they want to now federalize and nationalize, including uh, the um, ballot harvesting and mail-in ballots, not checking signatures. Those are things that they want to make uh, daily in the lives of civic-minded Americans. And every election day will be another crapshoot. Gee, we'll we'll be able to uh, steal enough votes or collect them from enough people or what have you. So Jeff or Mark Zuckerberg, I don't want to Mark Zuckerberg wants to do that. He helped do that. He helped tip the 2020 election to Joe Biden, who was clearly addled and basically yeah. bound and gagged in his basement. Mm-hmm. So clearly he doesn't care about whether you have somebody who's uh, ready and can possibly do the job. He just didn't like Republicans. Now, do you think that a guy who does that and also helped with a program to seed America's attorneys general offices with uh, and, and district attorneys races with money along with George Soros. Do you think that guy is going to care no. about, about being objective? No, no, no at all. Not at all. And you know, new local news is the last bastion of the sort of, I guess, firewall between the people and, and the media and, uh, this is where you can go find out the guy who runs the Jiffy Lube, the local Jiffy Lube, or you've got a guy who runs the garage or the gal who runs a you know, nursery or any number of small businesses. They get a voice in that paper. Hey, like, hey, Harry calls over to the editor. I mean, I, I, I what the hell is going on with that story? You know, and yeah. or, you know, hey, look, we've got a really cool sale and we've got a special speaker coming in and we'd love for you guys to cover it. I mean, maybe they'll cover it. Maybe Mark Zuckerberg will let him cover it or the person that he installs there. Maybe he won't. Yeah, but, um, that, but what if that person's a Trump supporter? What if that nursery owner's a Trump supporter? They're not going to cover that. You no. know that. We already know the answer to the question. So what, what we have here, just to, 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 um, to make it simple here, we have all over the country, local news operations, most of them, uh, and it's not, it goes beyond just newspapers, but a lot of them are newspapers and, and print publications. 
that are struggling big time on the verge of of dying uh, if they're not dead already. And so a zillionaire uh, who would like to uh, have something to say about uh, what's reported and what isn't all over America uh, is preying on these struggling enterprises by offering them money to take reporters who have been instructed to do the kind of stories that Jeff Zuckerberg wants done. Is that what we're talking about here? Uh, well, pretty much, I would say. That's where I got Jeff Zuckerberg. It's Mark Zuckerberg, and we keep saying that. I keep yeah. wanting to say Jeff every single time. Um, so, yeah, it, that is uh, what they do is they come in. It's an idea born of the, uh, you know, the wild, uh, wild hair by these two leftist reporters, one of whom was the Boston Globe reporter. So I'm sure he's totally conservative. And so um, they came up with this idea that they would like to make it more egalitarian at the nation's newspapers. I imagine that was part of the deal, and we don't get enough coverage, and we're sick and tired of uh, Wall Street owning some of these newspapers. So I know, let's have big tech on the, the newspapers. I mean, that's essentially what would happen ultimately. And so what they did was they said, well, we'll do a report for America thing. Like they have a climate core now. They're doing this. They have a, they had a food core in Portland where people are paid. They're, it's a volunteer, uh, scare quotes, program. And they're paid to go into the schools to tell kids how to eat food and what food to eat. And uh, it may be the best thing in the whole wide world. Uh, you know, I don't care. Um, you just wonder where the dollars are coming from. And eventually they'll come. Are they going to be the, the people holding onto the dollars? They'll come and they'll say, okay, now you're beholden to me because I own the purse strings. And the other thing is, is that the, 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 the paper or the news entity has to come up with 25% of the reporter's salary they pay half this uh, report for America, which is infused with millions from Jeff or from uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the Facebook founder, now known as Meta, and his wife and other big rollers, and so they all cover half the salary, and then the other twenty five percent is fundraise. And you might think, okay, you know, they've got a little skin in the game, and I'm sure that's the way they want it to to, to look and to, and to be. And so what they do is they encourage the newspapers or the news entities to go out and beat the bushes for uh, for money from local sources, which were all in all likelihood going to be NGOs and small charitable organizations, foundations where they'll shake the trees for more money. And uh, ultimately, the reporter has to also spend some time volunteering in the community every week, these Report for America core men. And then uh, my guess is that they'll probably get a little help out to the charitable organizations that help pay their salaries. Um, It sounds, you know, it sounds fairly innocuous until you realize who you're dealing with, and then you realize this is not, this is not, uh, kosher. This is this is something in which they're trying to take over local news that they've succeeded to do um, through their sponsorships and through the the uh, programs that are you know the trusted news initiative and all that where they're where they're basically able to clean up the news, censor the news, the way in which they censor their platforms, and it's coming to your local paper, and they're going to make it sound like it. Oh, aren't we doing you a favor until such time that it is a Mark Zuckerberg entity, big tech owns the paper. You're getting woke news and you're going, gee, I live in farm country in the middle of Pennsylvania. I like God, guns, and I want just somebody to leave me alone. Oh, no, no, you're going to be told about how unwoke you are uh, in all likelihood. I mean, they may already already be doing that, but, you know, it's fine. If that's a naturally occurring story, but generally speaking, these don't seem to be naturally occurring stories that they're talking about covering in this program. So, that's my that's my concern. Usually, I I don't like to be that guy where I you know sort of foreclose the good intentions of someone. I just don't. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg has never shown me good intentions at all. Yeah, I got my, all of the things he's done. Yeah, I I, I uh, apologize. I got my Zuckers um, mixed up. I'm I'm thinking of oh, I, Jeff and Mark. Jeff and it's, yeah, it's 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 Mark uh, who's the Facebook guy. Um, uh, and he and the other guy at CNN doesn't have a burger, so um, <laughs> where so so here in Pittsburgh we have the Pittsburgh Post Gazette and the uh, Pittsburgh. Well, I don't even know if we have a Pittsburgh Tribune review. We have a Pittsburgh Trib Live. The, the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. I've I've forgotten how many days a week they actually publish a newspaper that you can hold in your hand. It might be two or three at the most. 
Uh, so they're on the verge of going down the toilet as a, at least as a, as a, what they used to be, which is a newspaper you can, you know, read and hold in your right. hands. Um, these markets that, that Zuckerberg is going into with this idea, does it include cities the size of Pittsburgh or is it all small town papers or what? Well, you've got Public Source Inc., which is the, and their, their objective with going to whatever Public Source Inc. is. I just quickly looked it up before I talked to you today because I figured I'd give you some real-world examples. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow in, uh, on PJ Media, I'll be having some of the where they are and what they're reporting on because okay. I think that's interesting. One of the effects of, uh, at the Public Source Incorporated, whatever the heck that is, it, their beat is the, the assigned the stories to this report for America reporter are going to involve the effects of climate change in Southwest Pennsylvania and their data mining and environmental reporting. We have this at spotlight PA in Harrisburg. The beat is going to be rural issues in center County, bilingual Spanish data investigative. I'm always in favor of more investigative reporting, but believe me, I, as a former investigative reporter, I'm, I'm also for it. Uh, and technically, whatever the heck that is, uh, technically, uh, technology and economic development in Pittsburgh, so that's in your own backyard, all experience levels, and that's what they're going to cover. And then the rapidly changing economies of Philadelphia is also going to be covered in Philly. Um, let's see. So Philadelphia also at WHYY in the upcoming year. Uh, the gun violence in Philadelphia, causes and solutions. And uh, Latino communities in reading and Lebanon and others, uh, Spanish language, audio, and writing, WITF in Harrisburg. Also, uh, WITF, the other beat, is uh, uh, covering the intersection of race and identity in central Pennsylvania. So you're getting woke news, basically. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. It's always going to be sliced and diced, and it will be, Based upon color, is, and that's the woke news that we're going to get spoon fed. This is, this is what's happening. Because unless it can divide, it's no fun. So breaking it down, what we have here is Zuckerberg uh, paying people to infiltrate local media and and um, then those those people who he has provided to the paper – they are uh, the paper is required to do the stories that those people want to do, and you have uh, one person or one group of people uh, controlling multiple media outlets, uh, kind of unbeknownst to the people who are reading these things. Yeah, you know, it's probably you don't not know what's well happening. known. Yeah, it's not well known. Um, but they they say they say that they're not supposed to do coverage that is uh, something that, you know, activist coverage. But in fact, that is actually actually what their goal is. And so they say it in two different ways. Basically, you're going to go, you're going to do what the local papers want you to do. But oh, lo and behold, you're given a beat from the get-go. And that's what your beat is. And depending on what that is, mostly woke stuff. I mean, here, cover the city council meeting. And cover the city council meeting, office of uh, race and find out what's going on there. And I, it's fine. I mean, those are stories that need to be covered if there's something newsworthy happening there, but I'm not sure that one should dwell on them all the time because I'm not sure that's newsworthy. Well, you have so a... Meta, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say the Meta Journalism Project, that's uh, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, Facebook journalism yeah. project, project that he's, they're calling it Meta now. He's put 5.5 million, the Knight Foundation, 5 million, the Joyce Foundation, a million. Um, Corporation for Public Broadcasting gave this $648,912. And I'm asking myself, hey, wait a minute, don't they get tax dollars? Were they re-gifting or laundering yeah. tax money through there? Uh, um, you know, millions, millions from other people. Well, hey, Victoria, I'm out of time. Uh, people should check this out at PJ Media. Uh, it's a, at least a three-part series. I've read the first two. You have a total of three Good. parts there at pjmedia.com? Yeah, I've got the third part coming tomorrow. Hey, very good. Great stuff, Victoria. And everybody should now be suspicious of what they read in their newspaper. Thanks. Well, if they weren't before. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden blasted Donald Trump during a speech marking the one-year anniversary of the U.S. Capitol attack. The president blaming the former president for his role in last year's violence and accused him of being a continuing threat to American democracy. Mr. Trump responded in a written statement accusing Democrats of using January the 6th to stoke fears and divide America. He said America sees through their lies. Author and analyst Lord Conrad Black denouncing the Democratic attacks on the former president on this first anniversary of the Capitol attack. Attempting to present the action of a few hooligans unconnected with the uh, Trump campaign as an attempt by Trump to conduct an insurrection. They have put in place the most incompetent government in the history of the country. Black was interviewed on the Salem Radio Network. This is SRN News. I invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes. Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. I think we'd all agree, the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Jay Sekulow and crew can finally agree with the president. President Biden in conversation about how to help in the ongoing COVID-19 crisis. There is no federal solution saying what we've all been saying, which is this needs to be handled on a state, city, county, you know, on a small scale, smaller government level. Sekulow, live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250. The answer. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. Hi, I'm Albert Pujols. And I'm Deidre Pujols. We need your help to strike out slavery. Today, millions of people are caught in this nightmare of violence, fraud, and coercion. Human trafficking is happening in our communities and around the world, and we need to act right now. So we are sending out this SOS. A call for your help in the fight for freedom. To find out more, go to strikeoutslavery.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in iHeart or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Still crawling along on the Parkway East outbound between Bates Street and Edgewood Swissdale. That accident cleared on the inbound side. Also busy inbound Grand Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West has been moving along pretty well all afternoon long. Just minor delays here and there as you make your way to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. East Carson Street under construction down to one lane between 33rd Street and Smithfield Street Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. 
We'll see one to three inches of snow tonight. Untreated surfaces will be slippery. Expect a nighttime low of 17. A passing flurry tomorrow morning. Otherwise, we'll see a thick cloud cover. It'll be breezy and cold with limited outdoor activity recommended. The high 24. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night. Low 13. Mostly sunny Saturday. We'll see a high of 35. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. I don't know about you, but um, I went out of my way to miss the uh, the big guy's speech today. And I'm guessing he never got around to talking about gas prices. That's probably a lot more important to most people than anything he did say today. Uh, and they aren't likely to be coming down anytime soon. Have you seen what's been going on in Europe? Maybe you have. Maybe you haven't. Well, Daniel Turner... The founder and CEO of Power the Future has, and he joins us now. Always good to have you here, Daniel. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me back. It's a great way to start 2022 if I could be on your show. Thank you. So what's going on with energy in Europe, and why should uh, we over here in Western PA and the rest of the United States be worried about it? Yeah, we wanted to put together a, a position paper, which we did at Power the Future, to document where Europe is and, and give a little bit of forewarning to say this is headed our way. And, um, you know, it's not making a lot of national news here, but if you were in Europe, you would definitely be seeing uh, the crunch when it comes to not just filling up your car with gas, but utility prices. And, and something crazy that is happening for the first time, really, is Europe has always paid a lot more than we have for utilities and for gas. They've always had to import it, right? Anyone who's traveled to Europe, rented a car in Ireland, they know that it's been very expensive. But what's happening now for the first time is they're having a real shortage. And the shortage comes from 20 years of terrible European Union and uh, environmental and energy decisions. And, and, and it's accumulation of terrible decisions coming home to roost. And we're headed in that direction. So what are some of those things that they've been doing? Is it, I'm, I'm going to guess that it's involving renewable energy. Yes. So right off the bat, absolutely, is the subsidizing, uh, the heavy subsidizing of renewable um, at the expense of reliable fossil fuels. So, for example, uh, last year, for the first part of the year, renewables were producing about 17 to sometimes 25 percent of their electricity. And you say, okay, well, that's great. And I have no problem with that. But oddly enough, at the second half of last year, there was not a strong wind through Europe and no one can really explain why. And so that 25% dropped to 7%. Well, how do you make up that Delta if you are the electric grid? Well, you can't make it up if you have taken coal offline. That's something they've done. They've, they've basically banned coal and they've prohibited the production of new coal, um, but they've taken old coal offline. Um, they have uh, clo- slowly shut down natural gas production across the, country, across the continent. Uh, Germany has shut down three nuclear reactors just in the last couple of days. And so when your delta of, of renewables is, is growing, where do you go? And the answer is nowhere. People just suffer as a consequence. And how much suffering are we talking about here, and how widespread is it? And I'm going to guess that it's not the rich who are suffering the most. Yeah, well, I mean, the rich are definitely paying more as well, but you don't really feel that if your electric bill was $100 last month, and now it's $500. And you say, boy, that's an increase, but you pay it. But what happens if you are on a fixed income, or if you are just a regular middle-class Joe like I am, that is a huge uh, difference. Uh, natural gas prices are almost 600 times what they were a year ago, and that's a, a hard number to swallow. If your gas bill last month, your natural gas for home heating was $100, it is now $600. Wow. That's that- almost in- insane, and that is exactly what's happening continent-wide. So we're talking about the, throughout the continent of Europe, uh, France, Germany, UK, uh, Spain, they're all seeing this. It's not, just fo- it's not just centered in one country. No, they're all seeing it. And now certain countries are feeling it worse than others. So, for example, France generates almost 80% of its electricity from nuclear power. Um, they generate so much so that they sell it to the Germans at a premium. So France is probably in better shape when it comes to just electricity production than Germany. 
But now you have to reverse that scenario. Germans primarily power their homes, uh, heat their homes with natural gas. France does it with electricity. Electricity is very expensive. Anyone who has an electric heater knows how expensive electric heat is. So as the weather gets colder, the French are going to be hit a little harder than the Germans. Um, and then when we ever talk about natural gas in Europe, we have to talk about the big elephant in the room, or I should probably say the big bear in the room, and that, of course, is Vladimir Putin, who controls all of Europe's natural gas supply. Natural gas prices are through the roof, and what is he doing in consequence? He's cutting the supply. Uh, so much so, he's cut it 75% in the last year. Why? Because he likes to make Europe suffer. That's what Vladimir Putin does, right? He likes to poke the European countries because he doesn't like Europe very much. Well, he also he likes to Europe, have them be, de be dependent on him, too, and uh, uh, at, at his mercy. Absolutely. And, and, and do you ever want to be dependent upon no. Vladimir Putin for anything? No. And so, again, let's go back to our, our friend Germany. Their economic, their, their environmental and energy decisions after 20 years mean they buy a lot of electricity from the French, and they are hoping the Russians will increase natural gas in, in, imports, exports in that case. Look at the history of Germany and France and Germany and Russia. I, I, I hate to be so callous, but 2,000 years of European history will tell you these countries don't like one another. And in fact, they spent most of the 20th century fighting one another. And so why would Germany want to put itself in a position that they are now reliant on countries who historically they don't like for their electricity? I love our Canadian neighbors to the north. I don't want to be dependent upon Canada for electricity, uh, for anything. Right. I'll, I'll buy with them. I'll trade with them. But I don't want to have to become dependent on them. And that is what what Germany in particular is doing to its entire sovereignty. We're talking to Daniel Turner. He's the founder and CEO of Power of the Future. Um, and uh, these problems are all a result of bad government, but none of this, uh, they couldn't sell this to anybody if they didn't first convince them that they were all going to die from as a result of climate change if they didn't go along with this. It's, that's the only yeah, way exactly. it works, right? Fear is such an important component of, of this. And, and look, the governments use fear a lot to achieve their objectives, right? We, we, we see it with COVID. Um, we saw it with 9-11 and the war on terror and, and the fear of, of, of getting on airplanes, et cetera, et cetera. Fear is a very powerful policy prescription when you want to advance an agenda. Uh, here's a great example, again, coming out of Germany. Angela Merkel uh, canceled the German nuclear power program after what happened in Fukushima, Japan. Um, and what happened in Fukushima was terrible, but it was also the result of, of a, a almost level 10 earthquake, which caused a tsunami. Is Germany worried about tsunamis? Uh, right. What, what is their natural, what is their nuclear power plan afraid of? Right. Uh, so, so why would you scare the citizens into thinking what happened in Fukushima could happen here in Stuttgart? No, it won't. And, and let's just be adults about it and say that. But again, this is not about adult conversation. It's not about science or fact. It's about pure political agenda. Government control. Um, so they, they have really high gasoline taxes over there in Europe already. Uh, same as we do here. They're high enough here already. But what happens if their dream of having only electric cars becomes a reality? Then what happens to yeah. um, electricity prices and just energy in general over there? Uh, you raise such a good point, and, and these are the questions that people never ask. Conversely, what's going to happen here in America with look at how much of, of our tax revenue comes from oil taxes and taxes on vehicles and et cetera. These are supposed to pay for our crumbling roads and bridges. Well, if we're all driving electric vehicles, which again, in, in theory, I have no problem with, but if we're all driving electric vehicle, how is the government going to make up the difference in its tax revenue? Right? Where is that money going to come from? We know it's not enough money because we're clearly borrowing more and more every day. But it is some billions of dollars. Where is that coming from? So in the case of Europe, exactly, their gas prices are astronomically high. Their gas taxes are astronomically high. 
And if they get rid of gas completely and say, okay, now we're going to have electric vehicles, well, what is the new tax that is going to be, be imposed to make up that government revenue? Because they're not going to forego the money. That's kind of the joke here in America. If you drive a Tesla and you think, I don't have to pay high gas prices, trust me, government will find a way to tax your Tesla. Cough, cough, joke, joke. We're already talking about mileage taxes. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. We talk a lot about, Pete Buttigieg talks about the mileage tax. Why? That's how they're going to get around oil and gas taxes. They're going to tax just being in a car. Yeah, and uh, how we? Uh, it seems to me that they used to be a pretty, maybe I'm wrong about this, uh, it seems to me that Europe used to be a pretty good customer of ours when it came to natural gas. Yeah. And they're were. not anymore? And, and, and President Trump tried very hard to make them an even better partner. If, if your you're wonderful listeners will recall when he first went to NATO and he sat down with Angela Merkel and said, hang on, you're not paying your dues into NATO, so we're making up the difference, and then you want to buy Russian natural gas? How about this? How about you pay into NATO, which is supposed to be a hedge against Russia, and you stop buying products from Russia? Well, we've reversed that prescription now under the Biden administration. So the very reason why NATO exists to be a hedge against Russia is undone by the fact that we are giving NATO allies permission to finance Russia. Forty percent of the Russian economy comes from fossil fuel sales. And who is their biggest customer now? NATO countries. And you scratch your head, John, and you say, what idiot is making these policies? And then you realize who's in control in D.C., and it all makes sense. Yeah. Um, So uh, how – I want a little bit of an aside here, Um, not necessarily on this subject, but I wanted to – when I knew I was going to have you on, I wanted to make sure I asked you this. What would have happened on I-95 these uh, last couple of days when you had people stuck out there for longer than 24 hours – in the cold and the snow, what yeah. would have happened if all those car, every one of the cars on I ninety five had been an electric car? What what would be the difference? Exactly, I, that's a great point that you are raising because many people only survived uh, uh, because they were able to idle for some people twenty seven hours um, and and stay warm. It was seventeen degrees outside, but that is one of the drawbacks of electric vehicles, right? When it is extremely cold, their battery life goes very, very quickly. When it's below a certain degrees, their batteries don't even turn on. Anyone who has left their laptop or their phone uh, in the cold knows this, or if you want to play a little game tonight, before you go to bed, put a fully charged iPhone in the freezer and wake up tomorrow and see what the battery life looks like, right? So electric vehicles, again, are great. But they have drawbacks, and there's that great quote by by Thomas Sowell, probably the greatest economist uh, alive right now and one of the greatest in American history. And Thomas Sowell says, there really are no solutions, there are just trade-offs. And that is a trade-off of the electric vehicle. Their batteries do not work in certain conditions, and they need to be charged. I can bring a gas can uh, to my, my abandoned car and fill it up, and my car starts working again. I can't bring four miles worth of jumper cables and plug into the nearest outlet and charge my vehicle. And when you do charge it, it takes hours anyway. So let's, let's just be adults about the trade-offs and say, this is the reality. Do we really want to push people to drive electric vehicles before they know all of the facts? And I don't think the American people know all of the facts about the trade-offs. What is fit for 55 yeah, <laughs> that is the name of the Green New Deal in Europe. So a lot of what we were talking about, these terrible decisions, are the result of Europe's version of the Green New Deal. And Fit for 55 means they want to reduce their emissions by 55% by the end of this decade. <laughs> and and the man who is in charge of, of uh, making this happen, a man named uh, Hans Timmermans, he has said in order to achieve it, we will eventually need to outlaw the purchase and sale of gas. And, and Which you just scratch your head and you say, well, that's just insane. You know what? I could tell you and your audience right now, I could lose 50 pounds tonight. And I could wake up tomorrow 50 pounds thinner. But I'm chopping something off, right? I'm chopping yeah. one of my, both of my legs off. Yeah. And that is what Fit for 55 is. And it's one thing for you and I to be here 
talking about this way over here in in uh, the United States, but they're dealing with this every day over there. Um, is the average person on the street in uh, UK and you know in London or in uh, Hamburg or Paris are they are they aware of this and they, are they have they been brainwashed to the point where they they uh, understand all these trade offs and they're still okay with it? I, you know, I, that is a great question, and, and I, I wish I could spend some time over there and, and ask them uh, what they think about these decisions, what they think about the current state of their economy well, I guess and one these trade-offs. Way of, yeah, but I guess one way to figure that out is who they're electing. They, these people yeah. who propose this stuff uh, keep getting elected and re-elected. So that tells me yeah, and, you, don't, you don't need to take a poll. That's your poll right there. They, they're okay with it. It, it. It's a great point. And as you mentioned, the, the, you know, when you're talking about how they've convinced them that they're all going to die, they've convinced them that the world is coming to an end. And I do think the Europeans are way further along in this notion that the world is imminently going to end unless we solve climate change. And the people who don't believe that are the, the, the Russians, the Chinese, the Indians, the Brazilians, because they are increasing their economy, their fossil fuel consumption. Um, and we're trying to bring that mentality here to America. Luckily, there's enough of us who are trying to fight back and say, we don't want to necessarily become like Europe because their quality of life is diminished. Their freedoms are diminished um, and life has become very expensive. And that's it's wrong to punish your citizens for the mere fact of being alive. We're talking to Daniel Turner. He's the founder and CEO of Power of the Future. Um, so, Daniel, how far away are we here in the United States from becoming Europe? What, where's the tipping point? Are we approaching it at any point here, or is it just a matter of how long the Democrats stay in power? That, that, that's going to determine when it happens to us. Yeah, these next couple of years are really going to be pivotal. Um, you, you know, the, the, the curious thing about a lot of our uh, government decisions is uh, our Congress is so useless that most of our decisions are made by executive order. And when they flip the, the White House, the new president comes in and just undoes a lot of the old executive orders. So luckily, that is what's happening with the Biden administration. They didn't get even the votes, even though they control both houses in Congress. They weren't able to pass their version of the Green New Deal, nicknamed the Build Back Better. Um, so they're going to do it through executive order. And if God willing, we have a pro-energy American elected in 2024, we can undo some of that damage. But it's not going to happen overnight. Um, you know, 2019 was a banner year for American oil and gas production uh, for the lower lowest price points on average that we've seen in decades jobs, tax revenue, everything good about 2019. But it took two solid years of the Trump administration undoing bad decisions and the, the, the energy industry getting some confidence, getting investors, and getting online. It's going to take years again when the Biden administration is gone one day. God willing, someone pro-energy comes into place. It's still going to take a couple years to undo the damage. And in the process... That's that delta I was talking about. In that process, there's going to be, a, sadly, a lot of human suffering that's inflicted unnecessarily. Hey, Daniel, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, and they can find this at, uh, at uh, powerthefuture.org.com. Dot com. Powerthefuture.com. And, John, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. That's Daniel Turner, and we'll be right back. Hey, you know, it's uh, New Year's resolution time, and I'm wondering if you or your friends uh, or family uh, resolve to quit smoking with no success. Uh, it doesn't have to be a miserable process, and you can, you can quit without drama. Uh, I'd like to tell you about uh, nicotinetest.com. It was founded by Matt Bars. He's the director of the New York City Fire Department tobacco program. It's a science-based approach. And it has a quit rate of 70%, 7 out of 10. That's just gigantic. And they can help you. Uh, they even offer a money-back guarantee. Here's how it works. They, they measure your nicotine levels to customize your treatment so that you don't feel miserable as you're trying to quit. And uh, there's no pressure to quit immediately, by the way. And now for a limited time, you can receive your expert tobacco coaching free with a nicotine test purchase 
And their experts then guide you with tips and secrets to make uh, quitting a reality for you. MyNicotineTest.com works with all tobacco products, including vaping and smokeless. And if you have questions, call My Nicotine Test at 1-800-45-SMOKE. That's 1-800-45-SMOKE. Leave a message if all tobacco counselors are busy. You have nothing to lose but your addiction. And if you're not a smoker, order a gift card for somebody you know who is one and wants to quit. MyNicotineTest.com. That's MyNicotineTest.com. So I invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes. Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. And I think we'd all agree, the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I have a license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I don't know if you know it or not, but the Super Bowl is planned for Los Angeles um, for this uh, next month. Uh, t- and and Los Angeles is where idiots are in charge of the government, have been for who knows, since Ronald Reagan left, I guess, pretty much. Um, but Super Bowl 56 could be moving to Dallas, to the Cowboys' home stadium, uh, the NFL is uh, making emergency plans to do that um, because COVID restrictions could get in the way out there. They're making people wear masks everywhere. The usual stupidity. And let me just say, if they continue with the stupidity, I'm hoping that they have to move the Super Bowl to Dallas. I would lo- especially having to move it to Texas. That would make all the liberals in California want to throw up, and it would make my day. So move the Super Bowl and let them wear their masks out there all the, all the whole month of February. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.